You are listening to KUCI 88 point. Oh, wait a second. Hang on. Had to adjust the gain on my microphone. That could have, uh, it could have blown some eardrums out and nobody wants that. Can you Any... hear me better like this or can you hear me better like this? That's a lot worse. That's this is a lot I mean, worse. I can hear you, but it kind of sounds like you're speaking through a um a, a tin can. Really, this have, does. And you have um nails in your mouth. I used I to always do that. Well, 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 don't no do that, me. Andrew. No one ever told me about. Don't that. do that, Andrew. My God, uh, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And if you couldn't tell already by the fact that um, Justin Kiever, my usual co-host, I'm Paxton Wright, by the way, this is already going great, uh, sounds slightly different than usual. It's because it's actually not Justin Kiever. Uh, Justin, the show is also socially distanced. My word, I am just, I am, I'm really botching this intro. And you know what? We are pre-recording this. I could go back and start it over again, but uh, for the Will sake you? of... If, for the sake of time management and mostly laziness, I'm not going to do that. And I'm just going to keep rolling with the punches. The show is socially distanced. I'm Paxton Wright. My usual host is Justin Kiever, uh, co-host, excuse me. Uh, Justin Kiever is not here next week. He, uh, this week, he will also probably not be here next week. I, I had a cup of coffee before coming on the show. I feel, I feel lucid. I feel like I know what I'm doing, but clearly um, I, got, great, I, got, I got marbles in my mouth, champ. Uh, anyhow, this other person who is here is the one, the only, the incomparable, the majestic, the sexy <laughs> Andrew Weston Beard. Say Thank hi, you Andrew. So much. I've never been described as sexy, so that really boosts my self-esteem a lot. You and I both know that's not true. You devil. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, some of What's you, going on? <laughs> that's, I have no clue. I haven't known for the last minute and uh, 20 seconds or so since we started recording. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, it's, it's been two minutes. It's been more like even, weeks for me. Wow, okay. my, <laughs> my English is all screwy. My math abilities are all screwy. Um, and as they say, if you can't do mental math on air, you're not cut out for radio. Um, that's a really common expression. Uh, so clearly, I'm not cut out for radio. Uh, anyhow, y you may recognize or remember Andrew from my other show, uh, Half Past Five, which um, recently ended uh, about two months ago. Uh, I was, you know, it's 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 set off for brighter and greener pastures. Andrew was a regular guest on that show uh, because booking guests and writing interviews is hard, especially when you're a college student and you have to do a weekly radio show. So it's really nice when you have a friend who you have good rapport with, who's kind of a, a silly little wily little rascal, um, who you could just sort of always depend on to make for good radio. And you know what, with Justin gone for the next two weeks, who better to have on in the place of that silly little wily little rascal than this silly little wily little rascal. I got, I got, I got the marbles mouth. What am I doing? Anyway, hi, Andrew. Hey, hello. So you're saying you were desperate. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. It's okay. You can admit it. Yeah, I was it's desperate. Fine. I was okay. desperate. Um, listen, listen. Was I the second person, the first person for you to ask? Or was like, there are a long list of people and like I, I was at the bottom of the list. To your credit, Andrew, you were at the top of the totem pole. Oh, good. I feel good about that. I, I reached I, out. 
I reached out to all the greats. I reached out to all the warriors from half past five. I reached out to golden boy, Thor and Jorgensen. Uh, I reached out to professors. I reached out to the Bob Hope estate to see if Bob Hope would come on the show. Bob oh, Hope's wow. been dead for a long time, as it turns out. Yeah. Uh, but all of them, even if Bob Hope's uh, reanimated corpse said yes, but you said yes too, Andrew, it would have been you. Of course it would have been you. It was always you. I would, oh, I would hope so. Considering yeah. Bob, Bob Hope's been <sighs> no longer here. He's, he After has the incident. <laughs> what was, what was the incident? I don't, <laughs> I, I forgot about the, um, the, the great Bob Hope Wars of 2006. This oh, incident a dark death. time in history. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> R.A.P. Bob Bob Hope, Regis Philbin, and Ryan Seacrest all duking it out to be America's sweetheart. And uh R.I.P. Regis Philbin, by the way, uh a, an icon and a personal hero. Um, but uh it looks like after decades, it looks like Seacrest came out on top. Yeah, well Seacrest. he was like the youngest, so mm-hmm. well, yeah, you don't know that. Been. You don't know that for sure. You haven't seen Ryan Seacrest for a certificate. I I have not. See, so there you for go. all we know, he could be pulling a canoe Reeves. A what? What did you just call him? Isn't that how you pronounce his name? What's his name, Andrew? Andrew, what's his name? I don't want to say it again. No, 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 no. You had it right. I just for for my own sake, um, because I'm not sure You're I know lying. how to pronounce You're it. You're trying to trick me. <laughs> I'm not sure I know how to pronounce his name. So please, no, no, relay it to me in the audience. Say it really clearly into the microphone. Canoe. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. it. Yeah, you nailed it. No, you got it perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that You're was lying. it. That was, was it. So I, uh, no, I, I was. People are at home laughing. I was razzing you earlier. Now I'm being very serious. Yes, of course. The great Canoe Reeves. Isn't um, it Canoe Reeves? There's no. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know who I've always really liked um, was that uh, was that that uh, comedic actor who was really big in the early tens and the late aughts, um, uh, Kayak Galifianakis uh it's really really I'm a classic um uh, I'm leaving. there's I'm also uh B- banana boat hathaway uh <laughs> is a national icon canoe reeves canoe <laughs> canoe canoe reeves isn't it k-n-e-a-u yeah Ka-na. andrew yeah andrew i'm telling you yes his name is canoe reeves moving on hey uh, siri how do you pronounce canoe reeves <laughs> No, I want you to. Why is it using bad words against me? Oh wait, okay, wait, wait. <laughs> Kayanu, Kayanu, it's Kayanu. Oh, surprise! Wow. The first one says I, I don't know why, but it shows uh from it's just like it shows like random stuff from Safari, and it says I pronounced it like Sean this entire time, thinking I was a. I don't know if I can say these words over the radio. Uh, but... let me see the words on the webcam. It's backwards, and there's a glare. Uh, it's too hard to see. Oh, no, you can't say that. Oh, okay. You can't okay. say that. Andrew, yeah. you used to have a show on KUCI. You used to have to deal with FCC regulations. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been like 
You know, I Six also can't pronounce Canoe Reeves. What was That's it again? That's true. That's true. Keanu Reeves. You have a, you know, I'm really glad we had this discussion right now because it really, uh, it really uh, took the spotlight away from my butchering of the English language at the top of this show. And now we can all sort of just, uh, I think me and the audience can agree to sort of gawk and laugh at you instead of me. And I'm always a fan of that. I'm so embarrassed. I know. I watched the trilogy like three weeks ago. Hey, Andrew, question. <laughs> I watched all of them back to back. Question. I want to I wanna follow up. Um, who was president between uh, Ronald Reagan and Bill Clinton? I know you're no 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 put you put the phone down put the phone down um from from 1988 to 1992 who who was president you know I don't need this I really I, don't I didn't know that I was going to come on and get grilled I thought we were talking about you're not getting grilled we're just having a cool casual conversation as cool no, guys having a casual conversation just like chill cool dudes having a cool talk man no because it's going to get recorded and people this is no because when people are going to it's you're making a laughing stock of me I'm not making <laughs> Hey, it's I'm like not the one making a laughing stock. No, of this is you. my time to talk. It's like when celebrities go on talk show hosts, talk shows, and then the hosts grill them, and then they rip off the microphone and leave. That's me I'm about to rip off the earbuds and peace out. You can just like pull like How a dare Madonna. You ask me who the presidents of the United States are. Where just I pull live. a straight up Madonna on Letterman and just start dropping f bombs left and right. <laughs> yeah, you know, just uh, rascal you're being a rascal who was president from 1988 to 1992 andrew i'll give you a hint his name starts with a g george george bush the first close enough senior is <laughs> typically what you, the, the moniker people use but well, you, the first <laughs> i believe he's the first of that legacy the first it only took um George it only took about a minute and a half to get you there. Uh for anyone who's not heard the episodes of Half Past Five, why I'm grilling Andrew on presidential trivia is because um Andrew has a hard time with presidential trivia. And we made a whole shebang of it on the last time you were on the sh- on half past five. It was like ten minutes long. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole again. I just wanted to uh have a have a good laugh uh together. You know, we're laughing with you, not at you, Andrew. Remember that. Andy. This is so unprofessional. Andy. Um never in my life. So uh so disrespected. Twice. (laughs) Andromeda. Not once I left UCI, these problems would be over and they just come back. And and Oh no. Um you we have uh uh we, we 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 talked about this. You had the option to not come on the show. I gave you, I gave you an out. I was like, "Hey, I came, I came to you with my hat in my hands, and like a, a very frail, shaky demeanor. I had like a wilting, elderly Italian man's voice in the moment. I was like, "Oh, Andrew, if you can help me, I really need a show. And this week with Justin gone, I could really use your help." And you were like, you were like, "I'll oh, think about it. I'll think about it." And you were like scratching your chin, and then out of the kindness of your heart. You agreed to you agreed to help out. So don't come so don't come at me like acting like I strong armed you into doing this. Yes, I recognize that, and I also recognize that that is completely my fault. 
It yeah. is. Yeah. I'm glad you. I'm glad you've uh, you've come to see the light on this issue. It's much appreciated. Yes. It's a sign it. of maturity, Andrew. At last, I see the light. It's important to be humble. Andrew, let's talk about the yes. news. Um, <laughs> uh, so, it's been a it's been a wacky and wild week, hi huh, Andy. Yep. Yeah, things are pretty a lot cool of out. Pretty cool out there right now in the world. Everything's going great, and uh, it's really sad that um, you know everything's it, like it's almost a bummer that like really things are so chill right now out in the world that like there's almost no news to talk about. You know, like just everyone's happy everyone's everyone's getting along everyone's healthy um everything's great the planet's doing well uh, so no. i just don't i don't know what there is to even report on quite frankly i'm not sure what the subtext of this is i feel like i need you to hold up like a cue card to tell me where um, we're going i'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm gonna Right on my hand with some marker here. It's not a marker. This is Sharpie. Wow, the commitment. It's the most yeah, painful. this is going to be a pain to get out, isn't it? It's probably the most you've ever committed to a thing in your life. <laughs> I think it might be. Well, there it is. Oh, it's back. And it's backwards, too. You can't even read it. No, I can read it. It's normal in my, in my thing. Oh, okay, great. Okay. Well, that's no. that's... I've written no, on you my. You still wrote the subtext on your hand. <laughs> yes, I everything wrote. Everything is bad. In... That's what you wrote. I wrote everything is bad. I thought the you joke, like... Andrew, being oh, that okay. I'm saying everything is great. No, when clearly... yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was gonna be something specific, like Corona or something like. Corona ties into everything being bad. I don't know, Andrew. Jeffrey Epstein, something on your hand. It's like... all under one big umbrella of awful, um, and we're caught in the thick of it, champ. But that is a know. fact. Actually, where I live, we are the number two worst county in California. You're from Bakersfield, right? Yeah. So Kern, Kern County. Fun. Two. Fun. That's... Two, I, we might be number one at this point. I'd have to look it up. But who was number? Who? Who's? Uh, who's? Uh, whose title are you guys trying to trying to take here? You know, I'm not I'm guessing into... Fresno. I'm gonna guess Fresno. Is it Fresno? I bet it's Fresno. Is it Fresno? It's Fresno, isn't it? I bet it's Fresno. It's yeah, Fresno. I don't know if I want to even know who we're gonna beat. If that's the worst, like who wants to be the worst? Let's just the... assume it's Fre let's just assume it's Fresno and move on. I'm so uh, sorry. I've done this to you. Anyhow, I think we were going to talk about, like, I don't know, the Emmy nominations or something. Yes. Or, uh, I guess there's that would some, be good. There's some news with Ellen DeGeneres that matters, apparently. Um, yeah. we, every, everything's, you know, with, with, with the, you know, the actual news outside being as slow and as tame as it is uh we might as well get to the hard pressing issues of what's going on with ellen degeneres right now you know, <laughs> hard pressing that's, issues. that's what the people need to know uh andrew uh, fill, fill me in you were telling me about this sort of before we went on air um but it's sort of the first i'd heard of it so what's what's going on with old with old ellie so ellen degeneres who promotes being kind to one another at the end of every episode of her show Apparently, she's kind of a. This is going on KUCI, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't use any <laughs> words that I think you might be considering using here. She's kind of like a not a nice person, after all. Apparently, allegedly, maybe. 
perhaps. This is but, this is all speculative, of course. Yeah. These could all be blasphemous, cruel rumors. Of course, but there is the problem that she is being currently investigated by Warner Media. That doesn't help her case. No. Um, yeah, no. There has been, um, uh, and she's being investigated for um, like basically abusive work environments, right? Yes. Um, so she's uh, being reported against uh, racism and intimidation on the show. Uh, racism is something I had not heard of before. I'd heard, um, I'd heard, uh, I'd heard intimidation. I'd heard a lot of allegations of just like extreme toxicity to employees and like to, to the degree of like, again, we should clarify all unfounded rumors. These could be horribly cruel, besmirching things to say about a person. So we can't, we can't obviously claim to know anything, but there is, a, a litany of allegations for a long time uh in this respect um a, a lot of a lot of stuff about just like not you know like bordering on like don't look her in the eye kind yep. of thing to like interns which i actually believe was a real allegation that came out was that she will uh lose her mind if you if you so much as make eye contact with her if you're low enough on the totem pole if you're below the line as they say i've always found that that to be odd they do that with celebrities sometimes do that too when they're filming shows and movies and i'm like i don't i, I don't get it like i don't get it uh just like d- diva behavior uh, like a big one is don't look don't, like you are not allowed to look people in the eye i'm like what i don't understand i think um one I don't know, someone somewhere over the rainbow, I don't know, explain that. <laughs> it, like, helps them, like, concentrate if you don't look them in the eye. Does um, it make sense? I don't know. No, I think it's, I think I it's know. just, um, I, I think it's massive egos and, uh, and, uh, a, a long career of people catering to your every whim, so why not just treat people that uh have to work for a living um not that actors don't have to work obviously poor 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 choice of words but uh you know people who aren't big uh big hot shots um treat them as peons and so i think that's just a a really uh toxic combination for some people certainly not all i've known plenty of actors and heard of plenty of uh very very successful actors who are lovely folks uh so but it is known that this is a problem that is rampant through uh a lot of pockets of the industry and that's a bummer isn't it it doesn't really make sense to me because i you would think that they would want to talk to people so it's like don't look at me don't talk to me it's like but don't you want to talk i'm confused what makes you think they'd want to talk to people i'm not i'm not even like i'm not even ribbing you right now i'm curious to like what 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 is your what is your rationale for that Ellen is a talk show host. So I mean, her specifically. <laughs> I mean, it's like let's talk. I guess gra- not. Granted, I mean, like you and I are both talk show hosts. And did you like after a long day of recording your show? Well, you were a talk show host. Technically, we're technically you are one right now. <laughs> um, like was it? But like after a long day of recording, like kind of for me at least, the last thing I really want to do is interact with anybody. I'd like to just regress into like a big Lady Gaga egg, like she did. That was like a really outdated reference when like she showed romance? up to the VMAs in an egg or whatever in like 2011. Not, not I a meat dress. Not a, everyone remembers meat dress, but I want yeah. to regress into an egg and just like seal myself off from the rest of the world after a long interview. It's 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 draining. So I I get not wanting to talk to people. That makes sense, especially when you're a a big 
important charismatic celebrity that needs to do a lot of talking and schmoozing all the time. Um, so I, I get, I get not really being, uh, not really being jazzed on that. Um, I guess I understand that, but like outside, like out, but I feel like in your work, she, the thing is that it happened in her work environment, allegedly. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it's like, don't talk to people in my, in that you work with. I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. I, I agree. No, I mean, it's a bull. It's just, it's toxic behavior. And I think what's, um, what's sad about this, if this is true, which again, cannot say this with enough asterisks because we don't know the truth but if it is true it is unfortunate because of how disingenuous it is uh in conjunction with the rest of her personality being that she is someone who yeah signs off her show with be kind to each other is someone that is very much publicly like a very kind sweet humble person that's her like public persona and so to have these like decades worth of um, allegations of like her causing great mental anguish to her employees and sometimes even people that don't work for her i know she um there was a story too about how she there was a, a hairdresser who she went to to do her hair who she was apparently very cruel to and didn't tip and was just uh uh not kind to and then after and but at the end of the the haircut thanked her anyway left the next day went on the show and did a whole joke about this horrible haircut that she got and made a huge bit out of it. And this hairdresser was like, Oh, cool. That great. Ellen was mean to me. Didn't tip me. And then made fun of my work on national television the next day. That's, that's heartening. Thanks, Ellen. Um, wow. Yeah. You know, I, I, I get, I, for some reason, I do remember her making this hair joke, which was kind of old, but I'm like, when you said that, I'm like, I do remember her joking about that. I don't know why I remember that. So weird. But uh, I didn't hear about the other half of it where, <laughs> wow, where the yeah. hair was like, she didn't give me a tip. <laughs> I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I, like, I want to be cautious with sort of how we approach this issue because we're two like, guys that have literally never met Ellen and don't know if any of this is true or not. But there's a lot of evidence to suggest that, yeah, she's maybe not a very savory individual. Um, and I don't know that I'd want to meet her. But we'll see what uh, what what stones this investigation turns over. Um, only time will tell. I don't think anything bad will happen because, I mean, her show makes so much money. There's no way they're canceling her show. There, she is such a prized property that there's no way anything yeah, bad think, could happen to her. I think wealthy, powerful people that make a lot of other wealthy, powerful people a lot of money and uh, a lot of America loves, um, I kind of don't think she's gonna face a lot in the way of repercussions i, ha I have a hunch sure. regardless of what the truth is i think this investigation will uh probably conveniently work out for her and a lot of other people at the network uh odds are good anyway but we shall see we shall see uh also the emmy nominations came out the other day you and i have watched almost none of the shows to get nominated so, that is correct <laughs> uh, while it's huge news and i'd love to have more to say on it I'm at a loss. I like Better Call Saul was nominated for Best Drama, which I've never watched. seen it. I've I've watched every season of it up until oh. the latest one, which is what oh. it got nominated for. So is that a good show? Yeah, it's a fantastic show, and oh. I need to I need to keep watching. Um, but uh, there's that. Um, The Mandalorian somehow got 15 nominations. I have not seen it. Um, I've been meaning to check it out. My girlfriend has a Disney Plus subscription that I that I mooch off of her, uh, for. And I've oh, been meaning, same. yeah, I've been meaning to even mooching off my girlfriend's Disney Plus subscription. 
Is this a conversation we need to have off air? Uh, it's fine. You can you can talk about it on air. I don't I don't have anything to hide. Great. Uh, uh that 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 bit sure um got shot out of the sky and went kerplunk into the ocean. But you know what? <laughs> we tried. But weird because I I had heard the Mandalorian was decent. Heard it was a fine TV show, a fine little adventure through Star Wars land. Yeah. Um, but I had heard even from people who were diehard Star Wars people and people who were diehard prestige television people, uh, no one really seemed to sing high praises of it. Just said like, yeah, it was pretty good. So 15 Emmy nominations kind of makes you wonder uh, how much is uh, the Academy and in, in you know how much the, the how much have any of the people got the little mouse in their pockets? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I, I, heard exactly what you've heard but um i'm not surprised at all because disney makes the world go around yeah, no disney can literally win any award they just have to pay for it so they don't actually win they just pay for their awards kind of like the golden globes where people just pay and they get a golden globe kind of like that with anything disney it seems like. like yeah they're kind of pulling a uh, old yeah like i mean weinstein i think had a big reputation for doing that for years for like miramax so that's how um shakespeare oh, love in love that's how shakespeare in love oh yeah Friend of the show, friend of the show, Harvey Weinstein. No, God, no. And our sponsor um, today <laughs> by Miramax Films. Uh, You're gonna have to cut that out. Uh, yeah, it's we've, fine. We've said worse that didn't get to air, but uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean that's how I think. Like Shakespeare in Love ended up winning back in I, I keep say, forgetting. '97. Yeah, I keep forgetting what Shakespeare in Love was up against. Uh, Saving Private Ryan and like two or th- and I think several other like the one eight. that like everyone wanted to win there was the there was the big one um let me see what year that was was I'm, it saving private ryan that everyone wanted to win uh or? let me let me see it was say, shakespeare in love was not a bad movie i i no, i've heard it was fine um I've seen it. i very much enjoy shakespeare in love it is a good movie it was i i have never seen it um i just if in all honesty will probably never see it but I, I'm i sure it's not bad. Uh, yeah, it was Saving Private Ryan, I think, was the big one for that year. Because the other nominations, oh, looking at it yeah. now, were The Thin Red Line, Life is Beautiful, which I've never seen, but I've heard is quite good, uh, and Elizabeth. Um, but it, it probably should have been Saving Private Ryan, all things considered. Um, you haven't seen Life is Beautiful? I have not. Oh, gosh, it's such a good movie. I've heard it's excellent. I've heard it's, it's excellent. very good. And, I, and I've been missing that one uh anyhow uh, boy that was a conversation of uh, very little substance but boy i had fun with it uh we have to take Just like a... my life yeah mine too <laughs> <sighs> we'll be right back after a uh brief intermission so stay tuned everybody
listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Socially Distanced, the latter half of the show. Uh, you, if you're just tuning in now, you missed the first half, and thus you missed the context of the fact that uh, this week, uh, my usual co-host, I'm Paxton Wright, by the way, both tabs of the show, I forgot to introduce myself, I'm Paxton Wright. Uh, my co-host, Justin Kiever, is out this week. Uh, and stepping into his place kindly is the uh, the majestic, the elegant, the uh, the radiant, the um, the silly Andrew Weston Beard. How you doing, Enjoying. Andrew? I'm doing well, but you could continue. You could do more. Um, no, it's really those are those are the four those are the four adjectives I think of when I think of you. I don't think of any others. Oh, okay. Well, th- um, they were good enough. So yeah, I guess like. Uh, no, it's fine. White. Oh. Wears clothes. Um, has a tongue. Ooh. Can talk. Those are those Sometimes. are also those are also adjectives that I think of when I think of you. But that's about it. Okay, um, I don't know if all those were adjectives, but uh, yeah. Close good, enough. Good job. They're descriptors. Descriptors. That's, that's really all that matters. Um. So all this right. is generally the half of the show wherein Justin and I will sort of talk about uh, different media that we've been, uh, we've been uh, digging into, sinking our teeth into, be they movies, TV shows, whatever, what have you. Uh, Andrew, who was a regular guest on my old show, Half Past Five, uh, way back when, uh, was always a good time because he uh, was, had no shortage of takes that, one could, I suppose, call hot uh, regarding different movies and shows he's been watching, etc. And uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's just hop right into him, shall we? Andrew, All what's, right. uh, what you been watching lately? What are your thoughts on said things? Well, here's the thing. I have not been watching new stuff. Well, actually, you know, I-, I take that back. I can mention one thing. I've watched one new thing, and it's Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Besides that, everything's mostly old. That's the thing where he's eating pasta and, like, crying. I've seen people talk about that. That's been making its rounds on the internet lately. It's not good. I watched the whole thing. It got it was uh, eventually number one on Netflix, and I'm like, why? And I just don't like the show at all. It's just, I'm like, it's just like a PR stunt. I'm like, what's the point of this? Uh, Tell me what the show is. It's a travel show, right? Yeah, it's pointless. It's He travels around to different countries, and it's called Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Well, you mentioned that. This <laughs> Continue. Fool, this fool's not down to earth at all. He stays in like the nice hotels and goes to the, like the nice. Uh, uh, he goes to like a water uh, barista. I don't know, what do you call connoisseur? Uh, what are those people that serve fancy? Oh, a sommelier. He goes to a water sommelier. It's like. And the guy looks like a hipster, huge hipster. And I'm like, what? Down to earth? What is this? Like, he's like, what is going on here? Where and is he when he sees a what? What? What nation is he visiting that has a water I, sommelier? It's every episode to different uh, countries. So there's like Iceland. He goes to Puerto Rico. He goes to Costa Rica. I couldn't name them all because there's nine places, and I binged it, so it's all blur. Nothing stuck out. Uh, stood out to me, but he doesn't get to like. I don't know. This can be debated whether he gets like the grit, but he doesn't. I mean, you would think because it's down to earth, he would be with like, uh, I don't know, down to earth like places and people, but it's he's like with uh, 
high class people and he goes to he visits okay chefs and stuff who make like uh, food obviously <laughs> but it's not like homegrown chefs they're like fancy people the top hype people like whatever that is in ratatouille where the guy had like the stars michelin or something michelin he stars he said these like michelin stars and like other countries well, and i'm like what well, is going on here to be fair, I mean, like, you talk about, like, my, look, my, my experience with, like, travel shows is fairly limited, but I used to be a, a big, uh, a big old fan of that there, Anthony Bourdain, back in the day, RIP, um, and, I mean, he, like, hit the panoply of, like, uh, levels of bouginess in the places he'd visit, so, I mean, he would go to, you know, different, different nations, uh, be they developed or otherwise, and he would, I mean, he would hit, small local food stands and like meet meet the uh the the local people and community there and then at the same time he would also usually hit like a super high-end fancy restaurant that was run by like an amazing top-tier chef who would use like extremely rich ingredients um is there like but there was a, a pretty even dispersal of like all of like him really sort of um checking boxes of all walks of life on all his shows is that you're saying that's not the case here? This is pretty exclusively um, just sort of visiting the fanciest of the fancy, or is there any real interaction with sort of more real, authentic humanity on this? There show? is a little interaction with like real, quote unquote, like real people, like down to earth people. I just don't like the title of the show because it's misleading. I mean, there's like moments, but it's really most of it's not. It's like there's like small moments, but it's like I would say like. Um, probably 70 30 percent like 70 percent it's like the high-end stuff like it just makes me think of like portland oregon or something where it's like these like bougie chefs with these tiny meals and it's like oh we're exclusive and fancy and we're special and look at this i'm like what is what is going on here you're not down to earth at all and it's singling out portland oregon (laughs) for for being for having some (laughs) fancy people that's a a weird but kind of like we're better than you oh no i just get that vibe from portland oregon no? just like elite elitism yeah that's that's fair that's a yeah, that's, that's a... the word i'm looking for i just okay. when i think of elitism that's just where i go to I sure, fair sure. enough fair yeah. enough i i i have to i have to uh politely disagree with you as my my girlfriend is uh from camas washington a suburb of portland and uh, is a portland native and uh i i just want to say uh for the sake of everybody listening i think portland is a a wonderful city uh with wonderful thriving community and the views and opinions of andrew weston beard do not necessarily reflect my own thanks so much all right continue andrew okay they're completely credible anyway so um the co-host on the show is really annoying because I thought the show was going to be about Zac Efron traveling. I didn't, I didn't even want to talk about the show this much. Because I have, like, other stuff I can talk about. But the co-host on the show is, like, a know-it-all. If you go to the reviews, and if you go to every bad review on IMDb, I agree 100% with all the bad reviews and none of the good reviews at all. Okay, so, well, I would, I would kind of figure from where you're going, <laughs> that's no, to be expected. The, they all like, talk about the same points. I'm like, yes, I 100% agree. Like, the, uh, um, the other co-host on the show is, like, a know-it-all. And he's like, I don't know, like he kind of is the other co-host famous. Like, why it's Zac Efron and some guy? Like, what's the deal? Basically, um, um, it is uh, Darren uh, Olian or uh, Olian. No idea. No, Um, uh, he wrote a book called like Superfoods or something. I don't know. But anyway, what happened is they explained early on in the show that Zac Efron basically went on a podcast with this dude who's really interested in like food and changing his life and so they visit a bunch of countries together and so that's what's basically happening they're like and they're like documenting it 
and they really like crap on America all the time in the show. And I'm like, dang, like what is going on in this show? Well, like, meaning in what in what way? Like, well, uh, uh, and Zac Efron. I'll I'll talk to that point in a second. Like let's say uh, they went to like uh, Greenland, and Greenland has this huge 100% renewable energy um, source, and they're like, yeah, America can learn from 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 what they do. And I'm like, yes, but at the same time, I'm like, the conditions this country is in, in terms of like geography and like what they're able to do, because it's so cold. Like they have like, it's so uh, not so cold, but it's like what well, it is cold. But they have like these hot, like they're still able to do so much with like the waterfalls and getting renewable energy from there. They can get all these renewable energies uh, sources from so many different ways. And also the community is not as large as America. And I'm like, well, yeah, well, you can do that, but you don't have as many people slash the conditions of like the weather and where you're located. You can grab those resources. Like every country they went to, they're like, look what they do, look what they do, look what they do. We don't do any of this stuff they're so much more they didn't like say like they're so much more superior but it was just like a weird the way they worded it and I, it, it was not like a uh a, like a beneficial optimism thing it was definitely like a a, a punch down and i'm like why you gotta be like this well uh, i think i think it's uh i think it's a fair point to make i mean having not seen the show myself I'm, I'm not sure but i think it's a fair point to make that we live in a uh, uh as we've seen especially in 2020 um a deeply flawed country um that has more than a few kinks in the system that need working out to put it lightly and so i think it's i don't i don't know i think there are uh a a lot there is a lot of merit to nations that possibly americans don't really give a second thought to in terms of uh progressive uh policies that we could take a beat or two from so i don't know necessarily how they discuss the issue on the show um they might be really uh demeaning and um and cynical uh towards towards uh american policies who, who am i to say but I, I think there are personally i'm of the mind that there are plenty of american policies that um uh don't necessarily that uh, maybe do do warrant a bit of uh, uh cynicism and a bit of uh sort of call for change as it were uh, we we can get into a whole into a whole discussion on carbon emissions and renewable energy, but that sounds uh, wildly bleak and uninteresting. So <laughs> and uninteresting, we can, we can serpent we can serpentine that for now. So why like why why did you if you hate this show why did you watch all nine episodes of it? Why why sit through hours and hours and hours of Zac Efron uh, wandering around Nicaragua? What what was there was what no was, Nicaragua that was not one okay point being like I don't know what it Zach was Efron in exotic locales in Borneo or whatnot like what what was the what was the like clearly something kept you coming back to this show if if you hated it so much okay I didn't hate what it was so the much, draw I, I you just I, said you agreed with every negative review <laughs> okay I gave it like. If I were to rate it, I'd give it like a four out of ten. That like, doesn't I sound very good at all. I, it's do, not I good. don't stick with four out of ten shows no. generally. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, so like, <laughs> I have this problem. <laughs> yeah, you don't say. Please elaborate. Uh, where like it doesn't matter how bad the movie or show is, except for two shows that I've seen, which is Orange Is the New Black and 
The Walking Dead. Those two, I, I stopped watching because they're just they have so many episodes, and I was like, I don't know why, but I fell off on those. They're, no. they're both shows. Those are both shows I fell off with too. Yeah, yeah. Orange is the New Black. I quit specifically because of one episode, and then The Walking Dead. I don't know. I was like, eh, I might the come Walking back to Dead it. Becomes the same episode after you've after you've if you've seen four episodes of The Walking Dead, you've seen them all. Yeah, it's, I got to like season three, and I was like, eh, but um. If it's like three seasons or like four, like I'm like committed to watching it. I don't know why. The same thing right now is happening to me with Avatar. Everyone loves Avatar. I think I'm the only, I literally think I'm the only person in the world who does not like Avatar. But I'm the, still You're talking about The Last Airbender, right? The animated, so, yeah. ser- the animated series from yeah, Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you are the only person. I've never really watched it. I watched it briefly as a child um and liked it as a kid uh, from what i've seen the animation and character design is like astounding uh it's fine it's, it's fine. a really i think it's, it's fine I think it's, I think it's pretty gorgeous i i don't know that i i don't know that i would uh be as be as uh uh flippant as saying it's fine i would say it's it's pretty excellent it's pretty top tier uh the writing itself i've heard is quite good but i i couldn't really say I, again i haven't watched it since i was in like the third grade um but it is a show that everybody seems to love, and now that it's on Netflix, it's back in a big way. Uh, but what's your hot take? Why, why, why you poo poo in the the Last Airbender here? You're gonna you're gonna make a lot of listeners probably quite angry with your take. Here. Oh, that's I'm, completely fine. I don't. I'm really excited to hear it. Yeah, people can feel how they feel. It's just the writing is just not there for me. I'm like, I guess if I was like younger and I watched the show, maybe I would like it, but probably not because I, I like why it was on a children's network. But adults like it <laughs> and i'm like are you sure i'm like when was the last time you watched this but the thing is that it is it is on netflix i don't know it, it might be one of those things where when you're younger you watch it and then you, you have that connection to when you're older and you watch it because i wonder because my thing when i was younger was Yu-Gi-Oh, and i'm like well and i think parts of that show are on netflix and i'm like i wonder what an adult would think of watching that show if they didn't watch it when, when they were younger because i really like i can watch that show now and, and i still really liked it uh, okay, I can say pretty safely, as a as a sort of non-hardcore fan of either show, um, I think Avatar has probably aged a lot more gracefully than you. Really? Was. I think that's a that's I a pretty so. safe bet, man. <laughs> I, Maybe in terms of like popularity, but I still really like that show. If it came on, I'd be like, oh yeah, like. I remember the show. Well, I think what you're describing here is exactly what you're saying is like a nostalgic connection. I think if you probably didn't but grow I'm saying up with that's Yu-Gi-Oh, what other people probably, probably have too. Because Possibly. This, because it's just not exciting. Like, I watch, I'm, we watch uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! It's exciting. It has like all these like monsters fighting. And it's like people going to the Shadow Realm and stuff. But Avatar is just kind of like, it's very slow paced. I'm very shocked that it like, made it. It's like a lot of character drama, right? From what I've heard, it's like it's like very much. It's just like it's, it's so like low. a character study. It's yeah, so low. It's so slow. I cannot believe children could keep their minds attentive to this show because it's so slow. And I'm in the last season, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so slow. And there's not a lot of fighting, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have, I'm struggling to hit the next button on Netflix. Like, oh, like and oh yet. Gosh. And, and you, it's you only keep... 23 minutes long. We're at this weird point here where it's like, I have no connection to Avatar. I'm not ride or die for Avatar. I I know almost nothing about it. And yet, Everyone like, loves it. but People I still feel like I should like it. And I'm like, I still I am like, but I do am like still kind of rolling my eyes at your, at your take on the show. I think like, I, the I don't know. The main character is so annoying. He's so annoying. So annoying. The best character is Sokka. He's like the comic relief character. 
He's the best character. Up there with him is Momo, which is a a animal who has no dialogue, but I it and doesn't do anything special in the show. But I it, it's just interesting to me. I just like that character. It doesn't do anything. There's a flying bison. Woohoo! Fun. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, what are you talking about? A flying bison. That's fantastic. I know who doesn't show. want that in their show. I have always I know, said the Sopranos wait, no, would have been greatly please. served by the presence of a, of a flying I want bison. Rant right now. I feel like ranting. I know you do. Go ahead. At no point in the show do I feel upset, cheated, lied to, betrayed, sad. Like, I don't feel, like, rage, except when I watch it and just, like, I cannot believe that I feel emotionally, like, not emotionally, like, mentally connected to the show where I feel like I have to watch it to the end just so I can give, like, if someone were to ever tell me anything about Avatar, I'm going to be like, no, I watched the entire thing, and this is why I tell you what I think about it. That's probably why I feel like I have to watch the entire thing is just, so that I can actually tell people, no, this show is not good. The people talk about, oh, like, oh, um, like, the different elements have, like, different aspects of, like, uh, fighting and, like, Tai Chi and stuff like that. I'm like, yes, the different aspects of the show, it has, like, a deeply, like, ingrained, um, like, characters and, and like, the, the stuff they do with, with the show, but they're just, like, elements of it, and the parts do not make the whole. Like, the story is just not there for me. It's too boring. It's too slow. It's just like, and the main character, it's just the main character is so annoying. I'm like, I, Aang is just so annoying. He's like this 10-year-old, and he just like does all this stuff, and it's just, uh, he just talks, and it's just like, oh, oh my well, God. Well, if, if he's doing stuff, then he's count me stuff. out. I, I, I've always, I can't, I can't stand when a character is doing stuff on a silly, show. That's poor funny. writing. Stuff should never happen. You're right. Not an enough stuff happens. point, Andrew. Not enough stuff happens in this show. But anyway, down to Zac Efron, what I was going to say is that <laughs> literally, I don't know why they made this show and decided to like put it on Netflix, because when you watch it, you think when someone visits a country, they would have a lot of questions to say to people and a lot to say in general, because they have a show and it's you, it's like just Zac Efron. Maybe that's why they need the other dude in there, because this people would say stuff to Zac Efron and he would legit would say, wow, that's crazy. I think that might have been it. I think that might have been the only two things that he said. <laughs> he never, yeah. like, asked a question, like, ever. That's on brand. I'll say that much. It's that's, just that's so bad. bad. I'm like, oh, my gosh. He's not – it's not – nothing's happening here. I'm, like, watching things happen, but, like, nothing gets – like, he doesn't seem interested or connected. It's just – and I'm like, what is happening? I'm like – Explain the to me. Ask a question. Ask something profound. Give me a give me a profound answer. I want to know like more deep about more deeply about what's happening within these communities and areas and the, these uh, um, technology and like what's going on. And he's just like, "Wow, that's cool. That's crazy." And I'm like, "Awesome! Now we know why you're a millionaire. <laughs> like you don't do anything." Oh my gosh! See, this show's existence is fascinating to me because I had no idea it was a thing until maybe a week ago when I started seeing just pictures of Zac Efron uh, eating pasta and crying about how much he loves carbs. And then seeing that image getting circulated everywhere. And now hearing today that that's apparently from a Netflix docu-series hosted by Zac Efron, where he travels the world. No idea any of this was going on. Uh, I don't have a problem with its existence. Uh, I certainly don't mind. I've heard Zac Efron is a pretty nice guy, and he seems fairly likable. I don't disagree with any of that. 
I have, but I have, I have no thoughts. I can guarantee you, I'm he probably no never. Either, either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can pretty much guarantee you, I'm probably not gonna watch the show. But I'm glad you have. Um, if someone's opinions watch show, on it, <laughs> if someone's gonna watch a show that's trying to be like that, go watch Planet Earth or Planet Earth Two because those are great shows and they do so much better than this stupid show. I mean, so Planet bad. Earth, to be fair, is just examining animals. It's not really, it's, it's nature. It's not the same thing as interacting with human beings. I feel like a closer, more apt comparison would be like Anthony Bourdain's Parts of... Unknown or something. Like, would that not be Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown okay. or No Reservations or The Layover, although eh, The Layover wasn't very good. But the other two shows are excellent. And those seem more kind of on par with what you're talking about. I guess. Watch those. I don't know. It was so bad. It was not good, but Avatar is much worse. <laughs> there's not, there's, there's no link between them. It's just not good. I mean, you, you, you sold me on it. You. you sold me on Avatar when you said flying bison, and then you lost me when you said the main character does stuff. I, I can't, I can't accept that. You, you, you really, you, you drove. I think you really got to the core of what is like fundamentally wrong with that show when you said the main character does stuff. Okay. I mean. You know, Yu-Gi-Oh, how he has the the thing on his neck, and then he transforms into Yami Yugi. Sure. Okay, I guess you haven't seen the show. That <laughs> I haven't watched it since I was seven. I don't know, man. I am like, I guess exactly the same thing as it's the exact same thing in Avatar. He turns into this. He unlocks all the powers. And he turned, it's like, the, it's like unlocking the thing that Yami Yugi wear, Yugi wears. That's, just an, that's like an anime trope. It happens is in it? Dragon Ball Z. It's it, special. Oh my gosh, Dragon it's Ball not Z. special? That's, that's Sonic. That's like every anime. Sonic? He Sonic. turns into Super Sonic when he gets all seven Chaos Emeralds. Uh, I guess. Sure. I don't know. I don't even care about this debate. I don't know why I'm humoring it right now. Anyway, uh, we have a few more minutes. Andrew, And then you can agree with me. Dear Lord. I feel so alone. My God, Andrew. What what else have you been watching? Okay. What what else I've been watching? Oh my gosh. Well, nothing new, as I've said before. Which is fine. Last time you were on my show, you you ranted and raved about Space Jam. So, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be anything no. new. I did not rave about Space Jam. I think I You ranted. rave about everything. <laughs> you, I guarantee there was raving involved. I think raving means you like it. I think ranting and raving just means like, oh, you're raising a huff. You're, blah, blah, blah. you're just... You're okay, ra- you know what I did see? I saw The Great Hack. That... I don't know what that is. Is so good. It's so good. So basically, it's a documentary, and it goes over the Cambridge Analytica scandal um, with Facebook and how they took people's like information and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, this is really good. Like everyone should watch this. Um, I don't know what else to say about it besides that it's a really good show. And if you're interested in watching it, it's on Netflix currently. I think I didn't, when did this come out? Is this a, is this a new, uh, is, this, it is it a movie? Is it a series? What's... No, it's a movie. It came out um, in 2019. Okay. Uh, then, um, yeah, I mean. I was uh, going to watch it because I wrote a thesis on Facebook and Cambridge Analytica and what is going on with our privacy is and blah, 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 unimportant. But I uh, didn't get around. Well, like, extremely important, but. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sure <laughs> yeah 
but I was going to watch The Great Hack, but I didn't have enough time. And then I watched it afterwards. And then I was like, oh, I wish I had seen this before so I could like cite it and like put it in there. Cause I'm like, it's a much more condensed version of like what I was trying to say for like the first, the first 15 minutes alone is like, everyone watching this. It's so great. Yeah. Meaning like, it very succinctly puts into, into it very succinctly shows um, what Facebook is able to do and what Facebook, even if you don't have Facebook, Facebook knows that you don't have Facebook and like how the Cambridge Analytica, I mean, I don't know how to put it like so briefly as like what the show uh, it's it, the the message of the of the thing is data mining is terrifying and a, and a reality that none of us are really uh uh focusing on um the weight of i guess yeah yeah, exactly. yeah I mean, cool stuff man with, uh, the show i'm like uh, kind of like, you know it's a documentary so of course i always kind of do like one slide one angle but overall it's really good so yeah that that's um very good like it that one's good oh a show that i hated is floors <laughs> lava don't know why i watched the entire yeah. thing and um so painfully bad so, the worst the worst show i've ever seen in my entire i without a doubt i will watch avatar every day for the rest, rest of my life gonna have to watch one episode of the floors lava ever again i don't care it's the worst show it used to be number one how many dumb people i don't want to know number one on netflix i can't believe it have you seen the floors lava I don't uh, care. Don't watch it. Don't even think about it. It's, <laughs> in the brain. it's so bad. So painfully bad. The same thing happens in every episode. It's not exciting. I thought it was going to be like some cool kind of show like Wipeout and be like funny. Like you've, you've seen Wipeout, right? Everyone's seen Wipeout. We all love Wipeout. America stands Wipeout. You've seen Wipeout, right? Yes. Okay. okay. Great okay. show. That's all funny. I Hilarious. Okay. Floor's Lava? That's what Floor's Lava wanted to be, but it wasn't. And, and it didn't even try. And I'm just surprised at how terrible it was. Um, the only thing I can say about it is that I wish I was on it because you get money um completely lost it. control of my own show it's um, so bad it's so painfully bad andrew uh, i think i think uh when i when i edit this in post i might need to like slow some of your audio down by 50 percent because i've like you managed to fit like six sentences worth of content into every four seconds of of speaking you're like a, it's like a mutant superpower it's pretty fantastic it's so bad it's so bad and it's not like I had it on the background because I feel like, a, oh, this is another crazy thing I have to do. I feel like when I'm watching like a TV or a show, I have to sit and give it my full attention because like, you know, the filmmakers deserve that respect. And I'm kind of realizing that, you know, they kind of not, no, they don't, not necessarily. Like you make crap, like I'm gonna give a crappy amount of attention to what you made because this show was horrendous. Well, I think that's, I, I don't think, um, I don't think uh, the the game show, the Netflix original game show, The Floor is Lava, really warrants um, game show. I don't think you can even call this a game show. Competition, oh whatever you want to call it. Uh, Not even a competition, really. Barely. The point is, I don't think that it um, that it really uh, warrants being viewed with like the eye of a keen spectator. I think it's okay to glance at uh, at Instagram and Reddit for a little. I know, bit. and that's a me problem. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Yeah. That's one. It's one of several you problems, Andrew. Uh, well, what the, it was. What are the others? I don't think I have any flaws. Actually, that'll be I'd that'll ask. be that'll be the subject of next week's show, assuming you come back. Uh, we have one more week with Justin. Am I gonna being... be dead? We'll have to roll the dice, wait and see, and find out. Wear your mask, Andrew. Uh, so Justin, Justin will be gone next week. 
Uh, so we have likely another show with you, unless you break my Avatar. heart and bail to break my heart and ba- uh, to to watch Avatar. Yes. Uh, anyhow, this was a nightmare, just like I knew it was gonna be. Uh, and you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. Andrew, do you have any last words you want to say for the people? Yes. Um, Back to the Future Part Three was not good. We can talk about the mist. The Bling Ring was a terrible movie. I cannot believe. I'm going to mute you. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. See you next week.